Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi and welcome to our Sunday special in the club where we're talking all about sleep. Awareness week. This week, if you didn't know, is sleep awareness week and it's designed not surprisingly, to raise awareness of sleep as a human privilege that's often compromised by the habits of modern life. World Sleep Day is also this week and it's an annual event intended to be a celebration of sleep and a call to action on important issues related to sleep, including medicine, education, social aspects aspects, and driving. It's organised by the World Sleep Day Committee of World Sleep Society and it aims to lessen the burden of sleep problems on society through better prevention and management of sleep disorders. For World Sleep Day 2020, the theme and the slogan is quality sleep, sound mind, happy world. Nice. Lovely. It's lovely. We often say here on the podcast that sleep is one of the foundational pillars of human health. And to discuss all of this and more on today's special bonus show is a beer. He just goes by a beer like Cher. <laughs> <laughs> he told us that, by the way. He is the founder of Remy, a London-based sleep company. Remy is on a mission to help you sleep comfortably by creating natural products backed by science to help with sleep and rest. And Remy, you may remember, are the same company who gifted us the weighted blankets to test out, which is a great episode, which you may want to go back and listen to. Well, you've got to go back and listen to it because it's Sleep Awareness Week. Abir, welcome to the Self Care Club. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We're, deli- we're delighted to welcome you because we've been in talks a long time, haven't we? Yes, so we um, we're actually delighted that we bring you to our listeners. So, Abir, will you tell us a bit about Remy, your company, and the ethos behind it? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm Abir, the founder of Remy, the sleep company. We are on a mission, like you said, to help people achieve their wildest dreams by mm. creating products that are backed by science, backed by trust, and um, that are natural. Like you tested our weighted blanket, uh, that's our most popular product at this time. Uh, but we're releasing a lot of other products as well around nighttime routines Ooh. and uh, just items to help you get to bed and help you rest better. We're, we've actually been doing a week on the show of a bedtime routine. So is it? would you say it's important to have a bedtime routine? And why, there's a few questions here, why is it important? And are there certain things that you should be doing in your bedtime routine to help you sleep better? Definitely, definitely. I think a lot of people are proud of their morning routine. I think everyone talks about the morning routine, what they do in the first couple hours before they start their day. Yes. I'm I'm obsessed with mine. For me, it's waking up early, getting to the gym, journaling, taking my dog for a walk before I get to work. Wow, that's I, a lot. I'm the same. 
And I don't journal. Don't journal, though. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we hate the journaling. For me, I call it journaling, but it's literally just writing out the 10 things I need to get done yeah. that oh, day to-do for lists. work. Yeah, it's a to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think journaling just sounds a little bit more. It sounds, yeah, yeah sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Ha- hashtag self-care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the same applies for a nighttime routine. Mm. Um, it's your time. The biggest reason people struggle with sleep is there's a lot going on their mind, a lot on their mind. They've just maybe been on their phone for hours on TikTok yeah. or they're watching some TV and then they're expecting to be able to f- pass out right away. Mm. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, that's not the is way it goes unre- for most people. Is that unrealistic? Yeah, I think I think if you're great sleepers like you two are, maybe it's not unrealistic. But for people that do struggle and have a challenge with sleep, it's it's something that they should prioritize. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think everyone's nighttime routine is different. But the way I try to look at it is after you've done your day, um, you've finished your responsibilities for the evening, whether it's giving your kids dinner, putting them to bed, just cleaning stuff around the house. Take an hour, take 45 minutes to just yourself. Mm. Um, whether it's your skincare routine, um, whether it's taking a bath, taking a shower, getting into bed, I say no devices. Myself and my wife, we don't have our phones in the room ever. Yeah, uh, our, room, our phones are charging in our living area and uh, she reads, I write whatever's on my mind because that's what keeps me up. Uh, and then naturally we just fall asleep and that's nice. a 45 minute to an hour mm. uh, process. And do you go to bed at the same time every night? Yes. yes. Because that's quite an important part of it. It is. I think we're very good at waking up at the same time, mm-hmm. but we're not very good at sleeping at the same time. Yes. <clears throat> you have. That's a, a very good point. It's so true, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You have a job to wake up to yeah. or you yeah. have kids to wake up to yeah. and you just sleep less hours because you know yes. you have to be up at 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. Um, but that's what, if you ever feel groggy or tired throughout the day or in the morning, it's because your body, you haven't let your body adjust to that routine of waking up at the same time, or sorry, going to bed at the same time and then waking up at the same time. Mm. Okay. So that's what we, we should have been doing, going to bed at, at exactly the same, the same time, time. every okay. night. Yeah. Love it. How does quality sleep help maintain your mental health? That's a big question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And to, to answer that, I think we have to take a step back and really just understand the, the stages of sleep. Right. So if you have a sleep tracker, uh, and I think you talked about this, Lauren, in your Weighted Blankets <laughs> episode. Come on. I don't, I don't, I don't have a sleep tracker. Wipe the floor with us. I don't even know where you'd find a sleep tracker. <laughs> on your fucking phone, on an app. Like, what is the matter? You won't find it on Radio 4. How's it tracking your sleep on your phone? How does it know if I'm awake, dead, asleep? Jumping up and down? How does it know? How does it know? I think on your phone, they say it has to do with the sound. Uh, so it's next to your bedside table. I think you can hear you breathing. What if it's based picking up my that, husband? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But that's why it has to be like right next to you. Okay, okay. But I use a, yeah, I have a wrist tracker. And you sleep in it, obviously. Yeah, I sleep right. in it, yeah. And it actually wakes me up. It vibrates and that's how I get up. Oh, I wake up really a few annoying. hours before my right. wife does, so okay. I don't set an alarm. A I few actually, hours before your wife? Yeah, I wake up quite early. Wow. Yeah. That's quite uh, He's got a lot to fit in his morning routine. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Gym, dog walking, stuff that takes me till like 11 a.m. He's he doing before he, 7. He didn't say what time he starts work. He could start at 1 p.m. for all he you could, know. Could, but he doesn't. <laughs> That's the beauty of working for yourself. Night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so should should Lauren be using a sleep tracker? You sleep pretty well. So what like are you trying to get out of? Yeah, what do you, what do you want to get out of it? I, I don't need someone to bleep me to say, you slept for 6.32 hours of Aria. I don't need an app to tell me that. I know because I'm asleep. 
So what am I being told? And for a lot of people, when they get trackers, <laughs> oh you're obsessed with it for a few weeks and then you stop using it. Yeah, yeah. The novelty wears yeah, off. Yeah. We were talking about maintaining mental health through quality sleep. So if you did have a tracker yes. or if you see these graphs, you know there's four stages of sleep. Yes. Um, I'm going to break it down into two because it's okay. two main ones. Okay. It's non-REM and REM. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, REM being rapid eye movement. Mm -hmm. REM also being where our brand name comes from, Remy. Oh. That's the connection. Okay. It's where... Clicking into yeah. place. It's where the most vivid dreams happen mm -hmm. is in that stage. So non-REM sleep, there's phases of like light sleep to de deep sleep. Mm -hmm. You have to go through those phases before you get into your REM sleep. That's where your body's... Uh, muscle regeneration happens, the tissue regeneration happens, you strengthen your immune system. A lot of the physical parts happen at the non-REM stage. Then you get into the REM sleep, and that's where, I mentioned it, where you have your most vivid dreams. Um, and is your body in a different state of relaxation when you're in REM sleep versus non-REM sleep? Yeah, so you are, you're, that's, where the, that's where it comes from, rapid eye movement. So if you if you're awake and you see your partner in REM sleep, you can clearly tell. Mm -hmm. Your body is also paralyzed. You're not moving. Mm -hmm. If you do move, you're out of REM sleep right away. Okay. Um, and how much REM sleep should you be getting? It, it varies. I think this the entire cycle, these four stages, they last around an hour to like 90 minutes. Okay. And on average, you're going through that four to five times a night. So oh. you can technically be going through REM sleep that many times in the evening mm -hmm. uh, when you're asleep. And it's around 20 to 30 minutes, actually. Okay. So when you have a dream and you feel like you've had this entire story of yeah. the dream yeah. and you're on this mission and this adventure, in real life, it's probably just 10 minutes. Lovely. And it's important, isn't it, for your brain health to have these stages, right? You shouldn't be disturbed in them. I don't know if this is scientifically correct, but that's what I kind of understand about it. Exactly. And I think that's where it comes down to the mental health is REM is the most important effects of that. Are the, is the stimulation of learning, right. the processing of the days and the experiences that you had throughout, mm. um, and then consolidation of memory into like long-term storage. So I think of it as in like clicking save on a document after an entire day of like doing work. Okay. Um, it reminds me of like being in uni and staying up all night for an exam and not sleeping, yeah. and that's why I didn't do well in university. Yeah. Um, then you get to the exam, you're totally exhausted. exhausted. Yeah, and you yeah. haven't saved any of that. So if you are falling asleep, okay. it's like everything you've learned for the last few hours is not saved. It's being consolidated. Um, and I that's where the that. That's really good. I love that. Mm. Okay. Good to know. So would better sleep help us focus during the day? And how might exhaustion and fatigue weigh us down physically, mentally, and emotionally? So it's a vicious cycle, mm. right? Like if you are not, if you have a lack of sleep or a lack of sleep quality, it leads to tiredness. If you're tired, it leads to difficulty coping with your daily yeah. requirements, whether it's work, your daily life and your responsibilities. Yeah, you're short-tempered or you make bad yeah. food choices, yeah. all of that, yeah. Which then leads to low self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And then that unfortunately leads to worry and stress. Yeah. And then you can't sleep because you're worried and you're stressed. Oh my it gosh. really is a vicious <laughs> well, cycle. Well, I, I see this obviously in my job with new mothers is precisely that cycle. Yeah. They don't sleep, then they can't cope because they're tired. And when they can't cope, they feel very anxious and very worried. And then they carry on not being able to sleep. And it's just, it is awful. Yeah. Mm. 
And I think that's why it's so well so well connected to self care mm-hmm. overall. And there, you can. There are many products out there, ours included, and we see tons of benefits. We have people that are obsessed with their weighted blanket. Mm. The reviews that we get get us really, really excited <laughs> that we're changing people's lives. That's I do amazing. really believe that. Yeah. But some people that have really challenge have a lot of challenges with sleep. It's not, it's not a product that can solve that. Yeah. It's really an entire routine. It can go back to what you're eating. It can go back to what's stressing you out. It could mm. be what's on your mind. Like yeah. you have to think of sleep holistically. Yeah. And I think a lot of these sleep doctors, and I'm not one by any means, but they talk about creating. Uh, like a literally a diary of your day yeah mm-hmm. talking about everything that's yeah. happened what's got yeah. you on edge and then going and reviewing that because all of that stuff affects you sure. falling asleep it could even be like having a coffee at four o'clock that might be too late for your body dr chatterjee says yeah. and i've said this before on the show yeah. he says that a good night's sleep starts from the minute you open your eyes in the morning Ooh. well if he says it it must be true it must be true yeah I what like do you that. think do you, would you agree with that i i think so again it comes back to that cycle Right, where if you've had a really good night's sleep, you're feeling great throughout the day. Yeah, mm. uh, you're very positive. You know, I think you you asked me about physical uh, well being as well, based on a good night's sleep. If I've slept bad and I have to go to the gym the next morning and lift or do whatever, I can tell. Like I can definitely tell I'm not at my same level of you yeah. know working out if I've had a bad mm. night's sleep. Yeah. And then that stresses me out because I'm here for this 45 minutes to get the most out of my workout. Yeah. And I, my app tells me I haven't burned enough calories that day. Yeah. And that's what worries me. And then you, I can't. Lauren is nodding as if she I'm really like, resonates. Yeah, I'm really, really <laughs> relate. I can never beat my PB if I've had less than <laughs> Very good Thank lingo. You. Thank you. I'm learning of you. It's that's rubbing amazing. up on me, isn't it? I'm so impressed. Yeah. So it has a knock-on effect. So a bad night's sleep will just affect probably every area of your life if the cycle carries on for too long. And the thing is, we do all have daily stresses and things that occur in a day that maybe we don't expect or are a bit difficult. And your ability to cope with anything, even quite minor things, is so affected if you are overtired because you just you don't have the patience or you don't have the ability to solve it. It's just, it becomes very overwhelming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think... Interesting stat I read just a few weeks ago where there's this triad of wellness, mm-hmm. right? There's diet, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. Mm-hmm. And for the, for decades, sleep has always taken the, the least priority. Uh, everyone has thought, how can I function on four hours of sleep and get the most out of my day in, in other ways? In 2021, in the UK, for the first time ever for Google searches, sleep was searched more than the other two. So I think like long gone are the days where people don't know the real benefits of sleep. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone knows why you need to sleep and that you should be getting a good night's sleep. You should be sleeping between seven to eight hours a night, depending on, you know, your age, you know, your work, whatever you have. But now we're at a point where don't just think of it as I'm about to go to bed and I hope I can get a good night's sleep. And you're only thinking about sleep five, ten minutes before you're going to go to sleep. Mm. Lead up to it, you know. Okay. We're not asking for hours and hours. Take that hour before you go to sleep. Yeah. Do what take. It's your time, you know. Put your responsibilities aside. Um, read that book you want to read. Put away your devices. Um, yeah, cozy under your weighted blanket. Yeah, and uh, you'll notice right away the next morning you feel much better mentally, physically, emotionally. I love it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love that. What are, um, I mean, you've given us a few tips anyway, but what are there any more tips for 
nine quick tips to get a good night's sleep. If someone's really struggling with their sleep, is it does it all come down to a bedtime routine or is there anything else that you can advise? I think the easiest is putting it into bite size. Like if, if I sat here and asked someone to give me six hours of their day and I'll, I'll promise that you'll be sleeping better, it's a lot to ask for. Yeah. I think we live in this this time economy where you're yeah. trying to get the most out of something in the in the shortest sure. amount of time. Um, really sl- set a sleep schedule. I, we, we chatted about this where have the exact same time. Pick a time that you're going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe work backwards from when you need to wake up. For me, I, I like to be up at five, so I work backwards Ooh, from... A bear. <laughs> that is rough. That is, that's the middle of the night. But I sleep, I'm, I'm in bed by 8.45. I'm asleep by Are 9.30. You? Yes, when you but have children, you... That, that's what that, I was going to say. That, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in a different part of my yeah. life right now where I just have my wife and my dog. I don't have kids. You're virtual oh. Mark Wahlberg. He gets up at 3.45 a.m. No, that's, that's way too much. That? He gets up at 3.45. He prays. He goes to the gym. He has breakfast. He does all his admin. And then he starts his day. At what time? Nine. He, and then he's in bed again at something like 7 p.m. I mean, it's insane. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're traveling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. For me, after seven, after I've had dinner, I've had dinner. There's nothing else much that I'm doing. What about I, TV a bit? What I about mean, the washing? <laughs> There's only two people to wash clothes for, so there, there isn't yeah. much laundry. And it's not happening every day, yeah. luckily, okay. right now. Yeah, well, wow, that's very disciplined. That is very disciplined. So you're I banking how many hours a night? Seven and a half. Okay, yeah. nice. I wake up automatically now. Yeah. Like after I've had seven to seven and a half, mm. I don't need an alarm. Mm. I actually, my my wife does sleep later than I do mm-hmm. and she wakes up later than I do and I don't want to disturb her. Yeah. So I wake up to light instead of an alarm. Yeah. So I have one of those lights that wake up with the sun mm. and I'm just used to waking up that and way And that doesn't now. wake her up? No, she wears an eye mask. Okay. So that's why. There's a tip. That's one tip. I, I always sleep with an eye mask. I've never tried one. I, ha- I sleep with one every single night. I can't sleep without one. I think it's quite kinky, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I've never tried one. Well, it can be. You I know, not if you're just using it for sleep. <laughs> well, in the in the UK, you have 
the light. The yeah, light it's, is, it's not great. Well, in the summer, what's going to happen? Well, it's right? much nicer now. Yes. yes. When we're waking up, it's light. Yes. We'll definitely need an eye mask in the summer. I, I, I've like done 44 years with never needing an eye mask at any okay. juncture. But we'll, we'll see. Maybe I'll give it a go just for fun. Yeah. Just for the sleep week and see. Or some blackout curtains. I've got those. Okay, then you're set. They say that on the weekends, you should still wake up at the same time that you wake up in the week. You should not change your wake schedule. Thoughts? I agree. Okay. Yeah. I, I changed mine a little bit. I think mm. I'm not going to bed that early on a Friday. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying my, my evenings. Uh, but I still sleep the same amount of hours. Right. Uh, you have a lie until 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wake up on Sunday. Yesterday I woke up at 8. Did that, you? That's so late for you. That's, no, not on a Sunday. That oh. to me is a lie-in. Okay. I can't sleep later than that. Okay. What's your, on, on the weekday, what's your morning routine looking like? What time are you waking up? Uh, it depends if I'm taking to school or I'm going to the gym. So often if I go to the gym, I get up at 20 past 6. Get up, get dressed, a cup of coffee, out the door, in the gym. Um, so, <laughs> and that's and then I come home, walk the dog. So by half past nine, ten o'clock, I've done my gym workout, I've done my ten thousand steps, I've drunk a liter of water, and I'm good. That makes me very happy. Mm -hmm. My nighttime routine is, <laughs> as the <laughs> Yid Yiddish would say, shocker dicker. <laughs> 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 it's just shit. Would yeah. you, do you want to know what it is? Yes, please. You're yeah, going to like yeah, literally tell cringe. Me, tell me. Okay. So before we did what well, I now have a weighted blanket. So I do have that. Um, and I literally put the kids, I'm screaming at the kids to get into bed because they don't go to bed till really, really late. And then I get into bed and I either watch some TV with my husband or I put my headphones on with my laptop and I always watch an episode of The Real Housewives because it... I don't know what it is. It just relaxes me watching these women all screaming at each other. <laughs> Shut my laptop and I go to sleep. Do you watch just one episode? Work. Well, last oh, no. night. You can't was, watch <laughs> just one episode. <laughs> last night was a bit of a cliffhanger. So no, I did one and a half. So that's my routine. It's terrible, isn't it? I basically do the same. But also for added bonus, I sometimes stick some caffeine in that. So sometimes I'll have a cup of tea at about 11.30 at night. That is so naughty. And you still sleep really well. Like the dead. Love it. <laughs> dead. I'll turn the TV off around about, if I'm being good, midnight. If I'm being bad, quarter to one. Go up, brush my teeth, take my makeup off, get into bed, and I'm asleep. As I pull the duvet up to my chin, I am already asleep. Right, that is it. I drop off in seconds and I get up at quarter to seven, regardless of bedtime. And then what time do you wake up? Oh, quarter. Quarter to seven. Yeah. Yeah. So you're getting seven hours. Uh, sometimes. Six and a half-ish. And you feel seven. fine throughout the day? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't think I need very much. I don't know. Mm. Interestingly with Lauren, it's that, you know, when she, she was doing this eating plan and she was like, I've just got so much energy, I don't know what to do with myself. So I just think sometimes you don't realise that you could feel a bit better. Oh, I I, I, I could. There I'm is a lot. Sure. Of, there is yeah. a bit of that going on. Yeah. yeah. And we could both be much more mindful about our sleep. Oh, our bedtime routines are terrible. Shocker, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a coffee the first thing in the morning when yes. you wake up? Uh, not first thing, but in the morning, yes. How many hours or how how long after you've woken up? Half an hour. Okay. -ish. So that's what I, I don't have a coffee first thing. I, I have my coffee at 10 or 11. So I've right. been up for like four or five, six hours yeah. already. Yeah. Um, and... I think it was something that I had read early on in this sleep journey that I'm on now. And it says that if you've got enough sleep, you don't need coffee. Yeah. Right. Coffee just, um, what's the word? 
it hides this yeah. sleepy hormone mm. that's in your mind. Mm. It just masks it mm. um, for a short term. And then when it fades away, then you realize that you're tired. So if you are getting a good night's sleep, and I think with coffee, it's interesting because it's be- it's become a routine and you just like the taste now. It's part of your waking up routine. Yeah. It's part of, t- part of your morning routine. But if you feel like you've got a really good night's sleep, you don't need to have coffee first thing in the morning and yeah. you should still be able to function or get your uh, get your tasks done. Yeah. Can we talk about insomnia briefly? Gre- very, very grateful to say that neither of us suffer from that, but obviously lots of people do and it's... I am crippling. worried that I'm like, because I'm not investing in my sleep, which yeah. is why this week's been so interesting, yeah. that I'm going to hit the menopause and all of a sudden I'm just becoming insomniac. Yeah, they do say that, that it can affect. Is that a thing? Yeah, menopause can really affect sleep. Lots and lots of menopause women. I was asking a bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how up on menopause a bit is. <laughs> I'm no, not. No, but he does no sleep. He does no sleep. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> with age, definitely, you know, <laughs> going back to... Uh, just the the business. Our the our our largest audience, uh, our customers are between the ages of thirty five and fifty, and they're women. Interesting. And that is the thing that comes up as you get older. You do struggle with sleep. Yeah. I don't know if it has to do with just being more anxious um, and just having more things to think about as you're older, and that's what's affecting your sleep. But it is it is a thing. Um, my wife sleeps worse than I do, and it's always been the case ever since I've known her. Not that she's struggling with menopause right now, but ever since I've known her, she's been the type of person that's been waking up six, seven times throughout the night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And for me, when I first, like when we were first dating, I was shocked. Can, yeah. I, can I suggest, does she have a weighted blanket? She does, yeah. And, that, and that's Could you and source that's one from it. somewhere? I think I could find something. I okay. think I could get one gifted. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, and... That's actually some of the. That's one of our origi- original stories of like starting the business. That's where it, that's where it came from. But for me, when I went to bed, I was waking up eight, seven, eight hours later, yeah. not waking up once. No. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's not, it's not a thing. Do you wake <laughs> yeah. up in the night? Only yes, sometimes do. do we. Mm. But you're probably drinking lots of fluids throughout I, the day. I am. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I dehydrate permanently, so I don't need to wee in the night. Yeah. <laughs> annoys me that your skin is as glowy as it is so any quick tips because i know it's a very big subject to try and solve in a few minutes but for anyone who is an insomniac or who really suffers with sleepless nights any really like easy things they could try to help themselves yeah going back to the nighttime routine yes you know give yourself an hour before you want to go to sleep so let's say you want to be passed out by 10 Mm p.m start your evening routine at 9 Mm a.m Uh, put your phone away. Mm-hmm. You know, you're done with your TikTok. You're done with your Netflix. Um, start with a cup of tea. Herbal. Herbal, yeah. <laughs> um, it, for you, it's fine if it has some caffeine, if, if, if it works I'm for you. I'm not advocating right? that. It's not normal. Um, <laughs> have, if you're a nighttime bath, bather or shower, do that. You know, it is very, very relaxing for a lot of people, a hot shower, um, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Start journaling if, if that's something that you do. And journaling can be your to do list. Mm-hmm. Right. One, the number one thing that keeps people awake is anxiety. Yeah. And it's yeah. And most of the time it's anxiety. And this is something that I think insomniacs feel is anxiety of what they have to get done the next day. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's the only thing that keeps me up is thinking about my to do list the next yeah. day. Mm. Oh, I didn't get. I have a huge to-do list every single day and I probably just touch the surface every day and that's what keeps me up the next night. The act of writing it out 
um, if it's five, ten things, write them out. You will feel much better mm. once it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I love it. We we've started to listen to white noise oh. before we go to bed because yeah. I think it also just masks these thoughts that you're having you as have you're a trying. Machine, to... a white no, we just play it on our on our okay. phone. Yeah, very babies other. love those. You could. I mean, there's a lot of these alarm clocks now that have white noise built into it mm. along with alarm clocks. So you could do something like that. Okay, thank you. Great tips. It all really comes down to the bedtime routine. Can I ask about alcohol? Does that disrupt sleep? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's fine if you're having, you know, a glass of wine with dinner. I don't think it should affect it that much. But I'm sure you know if you're going out and you're having tons of drinks at the pub, you're you're not going to sleep as well. Totally. We, we did this in Sleep Week. They say that you, everyone thinks, oh, you'll sleep really heavily because you've had a lot to drink. But actually, it has the opposite. Well, because it dehydrates It's very disturbed sleep. Yeah. If you want to recover your body, and if a lot of people in fitness think of um, sleep as a big part of recovery, but so is like your resting heart rate, your variable heart rate, different things like this, and alcohol spikes all of those. Okay. So your resting heart rate goes up if you've been drinking all night, which means you're not recovering the best, your tissues aren't regenerating, your muscles aren't regenerating. Yeah. So that definitely has an effect too. Uh, alcohol definitely has a negative effect to it. Along with your diet, if you're having oily heavy food, if you're feeling bloated before yeah. you're going to bed, that's not going to help yeah. you. You know, when, if you've, if you've worked out in the morning, you've ate pretty well, you just feel really good. You feel like yeah. you've had a great day. You're going to be ready to go to sleep. You're not going to be anxious. You're not going to be stressed. And that's this positive cycle you can get, you can get onto. It's not going to be solved overnight. It is really a routine. It's a habit that you're creating, mm. just like other morning habits that you're trying to create. It's going to take one to two weeks. But if you can really stick to it, and I think that's probably a big part of why Sleep Awareness Week is one week long, because they yeah. want you to really focus on your, your yeah. nighttime routine over the week. Yeah. yeah, so I'd say my takeaways, yeah. set a sleep schedule. Yeah. Think about what you're eating. You know, if you're having some, some oily, heavy food, if you feel like you're getting you're bloated before you're going to bed, have a warm shower, take a bath. You deserve it, first of all. Um, write something down, whether it's journaling, a to-do list, um, and just relax. No devices. That blue light kills your sleep. It really affects your circadian rhythm, uh, and you'll notice that you're getting a much better night's sleep. If you do this, I think, consistently for a couple weeks. Thank you. Thank you. It is quite simplistic, Mm. but it's never easy to change those habits. No, but I think the biggest takeaway for me today is that whole thing about, yeah, morning routine. It's such a thing for people, and no one really ever talks about a bedroom bedtime routine once you're over the age of five (laughs) right that's why babies sleep what 16 hours a day yeah if you're lucky yeah (laughs) yeah abir thank you so much for coming on the show yeah no problem thank you for having me thank you for the weighted blankets yet again yes we love them thank you for talking about them you guys did a wonderful job explaining about weighted blankets i couldn't have done it better for myself thank you thank you and if people want to get hold of a weighted blanket or they want to get in touch with you and find out more about your products how can they find you yeah definitely follow us on instagram at uh, at we are remy uh you can email us at hello at remysleep.com we have a phone number on our website give us a call if you want to talk about your sleep we love talking to cu- customers mm-hmm. about their sleep uh you can follow me on instagram at abir underscore iqbal and yeah if you have any questions definitely reach out check out our products we're coming out with some really really exciting things around nighttime routines right Things like teas, PJs, sleepwear. We're totally up for testing all of this. Wait, weighted robes are coming weighted out soon. Weighted robes? Yeah. Oh my God, I am loving the sound of that. Me too.
We we'll, might we'll just get wear some them. Over to, yeah. We might just wear them in the studio. That that should <laughs> well, be the studio can. attire. <laughs> we can get some self care club branded wig robes. I love it. Yes, we yes. have to get one for James as well. And yeah, he can, we will. He can just go like bare chested with a with a, with a robe dressing on. gown. He can go with a whole Hugh Hefner vibe. And we'll get him a cigar. He'll be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> a beer. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs>